Decorating Pages is a podcast dedicated to taking you behind the scenes of the designs of your favorite TV shows and films. Each episode, I'll be sharing design stories from some of Hollywood's most famous sets. Interviews from set decorators, production designers, directors, and actors about creating the look of TV and film, about their design inspirations, and stories that take sets from page to screen. Hello, and welcome to Decorating Pages. I'm your host, Kim Wanup. I am, uh, I should say, I'm your sick host, Kim Wanup, because Santa was good enough to bring my whole family colds and coughs this year. So the last five days have basically been a blur of little runny noses and uh, binging Lost in Space on Netflix. I'm so sorry if my voice is a little off. Uh, Is anyone watching Lost in Space on Netflix? I kind of, I, I like it. I mean, I'm, I binge it because I think the sets are so good. I mean, the production value, I, I think, of, of these sets is, I, I'm kind of fascinated that they're putting so much money into it because I don't find that the story is that good. It's very simple. If you're looking for a simple thing to binge, that's it. It's not, uh, <laughs> I'm not, I, I think every episode is going to get better. And then it doesn't, but then I, but then they lead you to think that the next episode is going to get better. They, they're good at that, I would say. But I, I binged that, we binged that in uh, two days. So yeah, sick, uh, sick with babies is uncool. I got to say that, but uh, we're getting better. It's going to be fine. So happy new year to everyone. And thank you again for all your support this year. I'm looking forward to a full 2020 of new episodes. I'm going to try to get better at the social media postings and Facebook updates. I'm really bad at that. I'm sorry. I'm bad at tooting my own horn. All I really do is the email blast. And um, I hope you're getting that if you want to. If you're not, unsubscribe. I'm totally fine with that. I will not be offended. Um, But I'm really proud of all the interviews we did this year. And I'm so thankful that people have given their time to this. And I'm learning from everyone. And I hope you are too. I can't promise I won't screw up the audio again, but uh, I'm, I keep trying. So, you know. So here is part two of my interview with set decorator David Smith. And to be honest, the man has so much to say, and it's all gems, all gems. Uh, it was really hard to edit this interview. He had a wonderful career in TV and film, and he's just gone strong. In this interview, we get into some of his specific projects, like his work on his first film, Shop Girl, um, how he worked with Nancy Myers on the holiday, (coughs) which I'm sure you might have uh, even watched this holiday season. Working with the same people, the same production designer, for 12 projects, which that's that's a milestone in itself. That's unbelievable. And uh, working on locations for films like The Last Holiday and Vampire's Apprentice. He got his first computer in 2006. I'm not joking, so get ready for that. He's also been working as an additional set decorator on projects like Argo, Gone Girl, Vice, and Unbelievable. Um, So he talks about how to construct the work with the other decorator and um, dividing up the project. Talks a lot about budgeting and working deals with prop houses and uh, working budget with the producer, which 
it's a give and take with budget with budgets in our in our field I mean it's tricky because there's variables that sometimes you can't control like location work or how many days they're going to shoot the sets and you have to budget for that and it's real numbers that they the producers you know need to have so that's that's always a tricky thing in in our profession and I hope you enjoy let me ask you this you did 12 14 films with Bill Arnold right you did recently Dirty Grandpa Lovely Little Fockers Crazy Stupid Love Shop Girl not and nine others I mean can you talk about like working with someone that much um, you must hate him. No, no, <laughs> not not at all. Um, I first I first met Bill. Um, he was Janine Openwall's um, art director, and he did. He was from he's from Chicago. Or he worked in Chicago, and from Chicago, he and his wife came out here. Um, but I I first met him because we did a pilot in the early 90s of L.A. Law. I mean, I'm sorry, L.A. Confidential. Mm. And Jay Hart and both Rosemary Brandenburg had recommended me to Bill. And... Um, You're just name-dropping other awesome uh, decorators well, who recommend you. <laughs> well, well, only because I think that's how we all... That's, that's how we get. That's though. how we get jobs. Yeah, it is. It's very important. Uh, and, and that's one asset of being in the SDSA. Yes. Absolutely. Is that that you got to know people and people, you know? That's how I met you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and and we don't really often work together yeah. as decorators. Yeah. Um, it's beginning to happen a little bit more now, which is good. Yeah. But anyway, so so I met Bill on and we did a pilot uh, and we hit it off, and then um, um, I don't I think we might have done one other pilot, and then we did the first film that we did together was Shop Girl. Which I love. Uh, which was fabulous experience. I love Shop Girl. I love Steve Martin. Really? Was it, it good? Was it just fun? Was it? You know, it, it was really interesting because uh, Steve um, Martin was producer on that as well as having uh, written the, 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 the novella yeah. uh, and um, based on his real life. Um, but he, I think he was very compartmentalized while he was doing this and so he was the actor we saw him none of his other hats were oh, wow. being worn during this um and we had a really interesting director by the name of anan tucker mm -hmm. and um it was nice it was just a really nice experience in town oh, nice. and um you know the story was written for sax and sax wouldn't didn't want to play ball i mean um neiman marcus didn't want to it was written for neiman marcus because she worked at the glove counter at neiman marcus mm -hmm theoretically, in this story. And um, Neiman didn't want to play, and um, so we ended up shooting at Saks. And we took over the second, um, the men's department, mm -hmm. and we turned that into the the formal, the gowns area and, and where the shop counter was. How long was that shoot, do you remember? Oh, it was, it was fairly short at the short, time. It was yeah. maybe 30 days, 35 days. Yeah. yeah. And not a huge budget. Mm. Practical, like much, many locations, just changing. Yeah, we built, we built, um, we built the tour bus. Um, oh, we right. did, we did uh, the, the the cabin or the sleeping area of that, uh, but most of it was location work. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was your first. That was my first movie, first and then the movie. next movie that I, I I 
And, and at that time, uh, I had just from, I had done a TV show uh, and um, it was shutting down and I bought one of the Apple computers on that. Mm -hmm. And I bought a little orange clamshell. <laughs> and so I had that, it was the first time that I had a computer. And when we finished Shop Girl, he said to me, our next movie, which is good to hear oh, from a designer, yeah. oh, our oh, next yes. movie, uh, you've got to get a better computer. <laughs> so the next movie that we did was a movie called Last Holiday, mm -hmm. um, Queen Latifah, and uh, it ended up shooting uh, for 20, 20 some odd days in New Orleans, and then we went to the Czech Republic. Um, and oh, wow. the show had originally been written, it, it, it was an adaptation of another movie, mm -hmm. uh, and this script had been written for uh, East LA and Switzerland. And so because of tax credits, um, we did it here. I mean, we went to New Orleans uh, for LA and changed the location to LA, and then we went to the Czech Republic. And that was great fun and a good time. can't shoot in LA. No, no. But but I but I, I got a new computer. There you go. And, and I got a and I got a smartphone. I got a new phone and I got a, a digital camera. Well, I mean, I'm looking at it. It was 2006. Yeah. <laughs> you were you were really. I was slow. You were getting. <laughs> I was slow. Were you still using Polaroids? What were you doing? No, I, I one hour photo. <laughs> one hour photo. Oh my God. I know. And then half hour photo. And then, and then it would be like print everything out here and you go through ink cartridges like yeah. a couple yeah. dozen a day. It would yeah. be ridiculous. Yeah. And then I know I'm going to skip, I'm, I'm going to ask about the holiday, but I just want to ask you about the staircase murders. Oh. I have, was obsessed with that documentary. I yes. watched it like yes. three times and all of the little updates and everything. So did you get to meet Michael? P no. no, no, he no, was in prison yeah. when, when, <laughs> okay, when we did that. Um, he was in and out so much, I didn't know if he had any sort of like input or anything. No, uh, no, in fact, I think they walked on a little bit of eggshells. Um, oh, I, I saw the documentary and I thought, why are we gonna do a, a dramatized version of it? Because the yeah. documentary is so pretty good. scary and so really good. good. Um, but um, the um, our staircase murders happened uh, a few months after Katrina. And so we had, we went to New, again to New Orleans to save money and to make the money go further because of the tax credit. And um, it, it was a pretty low, it was a lifetime movie of the week. Um, it was tight, it was hard, it was really hard because because um, New Orleans didn't doesn't have any prop houses. I didn't have any at that time at all. Yeah. Uh, there were a couple of little ones and it was pretty, depressed I would say oh, yeah. um, the hotels there was still one had could see high water marks and wow. uh, it, it was pretty it was a pretty it was nice to be there to, to put money back into the economy but it was hard um, court furniture got me through it and we were able to do our period work was not great I mean I'm, I'm sure it looks pretty horrible now I didn't I mean I just saw it and then looked it up and thought oh my gosh yeah I love that. yeah do yeah. you think you did it I do. Yeah, I do too. I do. I think he snapped. I do. I think she saw stuff on his computer and yeah. and although I really like the hawk, do you know the the um there's a there's a um not a method a um a thought or whatever a theory that um she was out by the pool drinking and a hawk came down and got her in the head 
And if you look, like, of course, they do, like, this reenaction of, like, a hawk's foot. And it right. looks exactly like what was on her head. But it doesn't make any sense that there's no blood. There was, like, two blocks of blood out there or something. All the blood's in the staircase. So it doesn't really make sense that this hawk got her by the pool. I don't know. Right. But I still follow it. I still think. I mean, because he still... I think he's... He's in jail now again, but he got—he was out for. A I long think he got time. out for a while. Yeah. Um, his lawyer gave up on the, him. The, the second, the second, the first wife was that—that that was also. Well, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was also too. a little like, oh, maybe too coincidental. Yeah. I mean, who knows? Um, you think know. of a different way to kill <clears throat> these women because <laughs> they're staircases and pools of blood that you have nothing to do with. Yeah. yeah. With, with sad with the kids and all. Yeah. But yeah, no, yeah. I really loved it. I, I was like, oh man, I gotta watch that movie now to see It's do. really weird when you do something that's really based on truth, you know, and you can you can yeah. look up some of that. It's yeah. really crazy. I yeah. worked on the film Wonderland about the Wonderland. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And that was like, I had to go and make copies of the crime scene photos at Kinko's. And oh, that's was, scary! It was awful, and I still have those burned into my memory. I, it's awful. Yeah. Those, those yeah. type of like things, happy things are better to yeah. do. <laughs> yeah. And then you were again in New Orleans for Cirque du Freak, right? Yes. Yeah. Those yeah. sets are gorgeous. That is a gorgeous movie. Too. I think I love it. I think it's such. A- I I had such an incredible time doing that movie. Yeah. Um. We were very lucky. Um, Bill had not been available for it because um, we had done another. We had done um, a movie called Synergy, which turned out to then be, be released as um, uh, In Good Company, A- oh. and um, we liked working with Paul White's a lot, mm-hmm. and really thought that he was think that he's incredibly talented. And um, so Bill knew about um, Cirque du Freak, but he was not available to do it. So it, it geared up with another production designer and they started to prep it here in town and they were going to shoot it in town. And then for some reason, something happened about the money not being able to go far enough. Uh, and they decided they were gonna move it to New Orleans. Worked out for you. And Bill and I were working at, at that time on a movie called Nowhere Land. Uh, which got released as um, uh, uh, Imagine That. Imagine That. And um, so he went down and met the producers. Uh, Some of the people that we knew from, uh, amazingly enough, uh, one of the producers had been with us on Shop Girl, I think, and um, some of them had been around for uh, In Good Company, Mm -hmm. and they offered the job to Bill because the production designer in town didn't want to go to New Orleans. And Bill took it and the, um, I don't know who, if they'd had, ha- had hired a set decorator mm-hmm. uh, to begin in town or not. Uh, but anyway, he came back and we had a couple more weeks of finishing uh, Imagine That. And he spoke with the producers and they said, you should go do this because you know we're in our last set um, and uh, we're on the lot here at Paramount, and go do that. And did you have to bring a lot of dressing with you? Well, well, the thought was that I would definitely take things with me right. to to New Orleans. So um, I got hired. 
Um, I was, I finished Nowhere Land. Bill, Bill went to New Orleans. I went down there very briefly for um, a, a few days. And then I came back to LA and finished Nowhere Land and, and wrapped. And um, I thought, oh, I'll never find everything in New Orleans. Right. So I, I spent a week here after Nowhere Land. I spent a, or I imagine that. Uh, I spent a week in town and I went around to see what was available. And everything that I thought that I would like to have was tagged by another show. <laughs> I think I talked to you at that time because you were going to Winnie at LA Circus, right? Right. And I think, I don't remember what, but I just remember talking with you then and being like, oh my God, I'm talking to David Smith. <laughs> All right, calm down, calm down, calm down. <laughs> I don't know if it was something that we both wanted or something, but I remember talking to you about LA Circus or something about like, all of that. <laughs> you know, I mean, the serendipity, we, I, I speak of all the time. But but if there's one show that's gearing up, there's always one or two other shows hot on the heels oh, yeah. that need exactly the same right thing. Right now, can't find red chairs. Everyone, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> one, high school drama after high school drama has red chairs out for some reason. It's Craziness. Crazy. They're all, we're all yeah. red. I don't know. Yeah. So, but yeah. So, um, <laughs> Cirque de Freak. Uh, I loved working on it. Um, it was very operatic and feel, mm -hmm. and it was very theatrical. And I feel like for me, it's the movie that I, the the movie that I've done that I feel that I've put a lot of myself in because mm -hmm. there are a lot of my personal likes and dislikes in it. Mm -hmm. And also, it it is sort of like a combination or culmination of my various ex work experiences right. and and Maybe likes. Uh, so, um, and and also from LA, I got to take two drapery people with me to to oh, New Orleans. Wow. I took a lead man. I took a buyer, uh, mm -hmm. and I, I you do that? yeah, and, and I took several guys uh, as uh, gang bosses. I went. To, I took eight people. Went <laughs> eight, eight doing people. Eight. Right? Uh, it was before. The, right, just right before the. Well, at the beginning. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Were available. <laughs> yeah. Well, they were available, and and at that time it was a little hard to find people in, in New Orleans was, who were yeah. who were. It wasn't that deep. Yeah. Then. Yeah. I think it was just starting then that people were like going. Yeah. The yeah. And, and what was great fun is that um, indeed you know it it the premise of the of the movie was that uh, it was a traveling freak show, mm -hmm. and so all of the uh, habitats uh, were. Theoretically, um, on truck beds, or could be folded up, or pulled by trailers, or whatever, and it was mobile. And um, they were pretty elaborate, and they were great fun, and it was terrific. It's so vivid. It was great. I, I don't think we saw a lot of it in the movie, unfortunately. It's shot it's a little too, too tight. I do think of like drapery, like all of. Oh, lots of drapery. Oh my gosh, yeah. Yeah, I I used to have a huge reputation for drapery. <laughs> <laughs> I think you still do. <laughs> and, well, and, and, and of course, unfortunately, drapery means money, you know? Oh, yes. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I love Cirque du Freak. Yeah. I, I love it. And now, now, let me ask you, so that was like the fourth or fifth time you had worked with him? I mean, after working with it, because I don't know, I've worked with designers again and again, but not on films, but do you still... 
Uh, did he even talk about? Sex oh yeah, at that point? yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, and, and, and the direction he's going to go, is it great to have that? In fact, um, I, I had lunch with Bill last week, and, oh, yeah. and, and I said, I want to do one more movie, you yeah. know, I really want to do something with you. Um, so, um, and, and of course, we got out of sync when I got ill, um, and, and I couldn't travel, and uh, anyway, I'm fine now, and, yeah. and hopefully something will come along and will work. Um, but he's been doing a lot of work in Canada, and it makes it a little difficult. But I, I think at, what happened was, I, 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 in, in our relationship, we've never had any, we've never had any frustration hmm. with each other that I can tell. We've never, we've never had an argument as such. That's uh, great. Uh, I. I even I argue with Jim. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, um, I mean, what? No, I'm not doing that. <laughs> uh, well, there's some talk back every now and then about are you sure? Are you sure, are you sure? one go that way? Yeah, no. um, you didn't really mean that, right? No. I, I didn't get it, so I hope you didn't mean it. <laughs> but but I just think we're we're pretty respectful about each other, and and That's and I know that his his personal likes are a little different than mine, so uh, we. We, we sort of temper each other very nicely. I, I tend to do things a little bit more cluttered than, than he would sometimes do them. And so sometimes there's a little bit of tension, a, a nice tension about, yeah. can but we pull some that. of this out? Can we put, you know. You need that to edit each other. Right. And I yeah. think when you have a designer that you're in sync with, you're not really in sync with them. You're really just bouncing off of each other. And, and I always say, look, I've thought of 98% of the things and you came in with the other two right. that I forgot. I can't think of anything. Yeah. And or you know what I mean. I I got fifty percent. You got it's whatever it is. I need a designer to who's gonna collaborate and edit with me, and I enjoy that. Absolutely. I enjoy notes. I, yeah. Yeah. I I, th like I think it. well I like the collaborative effort. Yes. Um, and and I think with us I don't. I think we're very collaborative, Bill and I, mm -hmm. uh, and and we well, know successfully worked. Yeah, together, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. I mean, I I think and you know, and I keep looking at it. And yeah, and, and, and crazy stupid love was part of that, which so, was a really oh, just an incredible so experience. One of the nicest. That yeah, that and and uh, in good company were two of the nicest experiences working on a movie. And you did the period piece, lovely. I did. How was that? <laughs> <laughs> what research were you doing for that, David? <laughs> well, I had actually seen the film as a young man. Um, oh my God, that's great. <laughs> and um, I knew a little bit about New York, the, Times Square. <laughs> <laughs> I knew a little bit about that uh, after I moved to New York. Um, but um, again, there was an incredible documentary, and I, and I thought, mm, what are we going to do? Because there's a, 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 I think it's called Inside Deep Throat. Um, oh, yes. Yeah. I haven't seen it, but now I know what you mean. Yeah, and, and, and it's a really good documentary. Um, that was my really first low-budget movie, and I think really my only <laughs> I mean, one. It took how long to get a low-budget movie, David? I mean... Well, I mean, this, this, was, this was when the, the tier system had begun to come in. Right. And so this was, I think, like uh, tier it's, one. Tier one, yeah. Uh, so it was just under $10 million. Mm -hmm. 
It was bloody hard. <laughs> bloody hard. And and Bill came that up with... That means your budget was like 20 grand or something, I mean, percentage-wise. It, it was like, low. Yeah. It was really low. Um, and, and we did 99% of that movie we did on location and... Um, in L.A.? In, uh, in Long, Beach. Long Beach. And we took over a motel mm-hmm. and we built some sets inside the motel and we did, worked in the area around... The motel. Um, I, I think we shot the whole thing in less than you know four weeks, five weeks. It was yeah. very quick. Um, it, it, it was really hard. It yeah. was hard. It was hard. And and it's very hard if There's if you have period. to go to Long Beach. You're doing a period yeah. show, and you can't come back and do two round trips with the truck. No, I'm in Long and, Beach all week. It's my whole day. And. And we only had one truck, and oh. it was hard. <laughs> no, and it was hard rounders. to get the producers to. Um, the accountant. I, we had worked with the accountant on uh, a couple of other movies. Um, That's always good. Paul White's movies, and uh, he knew us. Yeah, really good. If they're happy to see you. <laughs> really good. Uh, and um, I, I, you know, budgets. Doing low budget is hard, and and for me. It's hard not to spend money and not to do things really right, right when yeah. you know it. Yeah. Um, I, I've gotten more, I've gotten better about asking for favors or you know trying to to make yeah. package deals because mm-hmm. um, I I didn't do any of that until fairly recently. Yeah. And I'm not sure that a lot of people used to do that. I, I think it was just. Um, when I came into the business, there were producers who knew how much it was going to cost, and so you just did it. Right. Um, the first, I, my first movie in New York, I never had a budget. The producers would come and say, we spent too much on that last set, we need to pull back here on mm-hmm. this, and everybody did that. I take it as a show, when you have it, I spend it, and, right. you, and I save up favors, and yeah. I, if you need to charge this and that, yeah. I get it, and, but I'm going to ask you for favors later. So I always try to work it like that. I don't ask for papers if I don't need them. No. I know that there are some people who love to get a deal, love to get a deal. I don't do that. No. Because I, I don't think it helps our business. I, I was never a barterer in, no. in shops or any of that. But, but where I do ask for favors, and, and my, my I have good relationships with most of the vendors. Mm-hmm. I would say 99% of them oh, have yeah, really good them. relationships. And so I will then you know say, can we have a grace day? Uh, you know, yeah. or can you give me? A, can you let me slide on this by a day or whatever? Yeah. A, a little bit more time, because I think that's easier to ask for. Um, but I don't, you know. You, uh, but I can't say, can you give this to me for the, for half the price for two weeks instead of one week? Yeah. I, I can't do that. No. I, I just. I I just feel like it's not my money anyway. This is what it costs. Yeah. Like when you're budgeting something, and I'm gonna have to like the set. It's three weeks. I have to hold it for three weeks. Right. Now that's why that set costs so much. That's right. not my problem that you're shooting there for eight days, and no. I got to dress it for two days and take it down for two days. It's three weeks. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. I I'm sorry. And and there are producers and there's like, can you get us a deal? And I'm like, I can ask, but I make that judgment too of like, is it worth asking for, or should I wait to ask for something else when this producer doesn't even know that I'm asking for yeah. it, and then saving it for that. And I think it's part of the job that we have of like, 
budgeting and dealing with vendors and, and keeping everyone happy. Well, and managing the money. Yeah, you know, I mean, and, and sometimes it isn't about getting the best deal at this house. It's, it's again, about the goodwill that you, you have yeah. with people. Or I know it, it's going to be easier to do it, to spend this much money instead of renting something for three weeks. I can go here right. and buy half of it, and, it. you know, yeah. or whatever, um, if you have the time. You know, it. I, I think each job, you never know. You, you, you mentioned Cirque du Freak. I ended up getting 99% of everything in New Orleans. Oh. It was really crazy. I had some things built in L.A. Mm -hmm. uh, because we had met um, a shop here in town uh, on the holiday, and, and I used them to do some design work for me, and they shipped furniture to me. Um, but... There was a shop called Gordon's in New Orleans at the time, and they were doing all these imports, and they happened to fit for us. And Eva and Eva Fershine was my buyer. Uh, I took her with me, and we went, and I, we came back with like a twelve-foot-long receipt <laughs> of all the stuff that we had bought at at, at the, the store. It was incredible. It That's was really so incredible. Fun. It was great fun. It really is fun spending other it, people's money. It is. It is. <laughs> it, it definitely is. It is. Now you mentioned the holiday. Yes. Now, you came on to that film, Is it was it during prep or during shooting? Was it? I came on because, okay, um, I, the night before, I got a call. I had gone to an SDSA meeting, and Cindy Carr, uh, who, who did part of the holiday in Los Angeles, mm -hmm. um, she had... She was at this at the meeting. I had worked with John Hutman on a series, mm -hmm. uh, and and I wanted to do. I got an interview for What Women Want uh, to take over for Rosemary Brandenburg, and um, I, I I couldn't get approved mm -hmm. because I didn't have any movie experience, uh, big enough movies, to work on What Women Want. And then so, I, John said to me, if you really want to do features, you just have to hold out for one and wait till it comes your way. And so, when he said to this to me on what women want, and then I go for an, a movie a, a interview um, with another designer, and it's a low budget movie, and and I he he asked me if I would like to do it, and I said uh, he said if uh, if all things work out, would you want to do it? And I said yes. I got in my car and I got a telephone call from John Hutman, and he said to me, would you? consider doing a TV series with me. And I thought, you just told me to hold out yeah. for a movie. <laughs> yeah. uh, and, and so anyway, I did a series with him called uh, The Guardian, mm -hmm. uh, which Jan Pascal had done the pilot of, and then I took over mm -hmm. uh, the series. And we we didn't keep much, they hadn't built anything very much for, mm -hmm. the, for the pilot. Um, so I did that with him. So, uh, I had heard about the holiday, and and I had heard that it was um, uh, happening, and that uh, Cindy was very busy. And I, she and Ellen Brill and I talked at a meeting, uh, a general membership meeting of the SDSA, which was held at Lawrence of La Brea, mm -hmm. and um, I got home, and Ellen called me, and she said that Cindy had asked her to come in and help her do a set for the holiday uh, and Ellen couldn't do it so she said I gave your name to, to Cindy and Cindy called me and asked me if I would come they were, they had pulled up 
um, Jude Law's house in Los Angeles, in Los Feliz. Uh, and because of the shooting schedule, um, they were shooting the New York the New Year's scene oh, early. Cute. And um, Cindy didn't have time to, to, to do to be there and and to to get the house ready on stage as well. Mm-hmm. So um, I went and um, we shot this and then they were going to shut down and then they were going to move to Eng- to the UK mm-hmm. and they would shoot uh, in England and then they would come back here after the first of the year. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I was going to work one to two weeks is, is how it, it came. Uh, and um, unfortunately, uh, they decided to make a change. Um, it was not a pleasant situation and uh, John asked me if I would stay and the producers asked me if I would stay and and I, I would and I would, would take over the movie and I said yes and um, I, I did not know that when I came to work with Cindy right. um, and um, anyway she had done an incredible job uh, and but it, it, it Nancy's movies are very much appreciated for for the design and the look and it's not always the little world that she creates and it's not always the easiest thing to do to to put all the pieces of the puzzle together um about balancing labor Mm -hmm. obviously band power materials time money yeah Yeah. um and so uh anyway so cindy had done uh the living room and the kitchen of the holiday and the front hall and they had shot that, and she had the shot. Cottage? Was it the cottage? No, no. Uh, uh, this was this was um, um, Cameron Diaz's house. Oh. Um, and um, and anyway, so they went to to the and and then Jack Black. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, he he was done after. Um, he didn't go to the UK. So um, they, they, we shot out everything that he did. Um, and so then while they were in, in the UK, I took over the movie here and we were getting together uh, Cameron Diaz's bedroom. And then the plan was that we were going to build the cottage in L.A. Mm-hmm. And um, then it turned out that some things were coming back from the UK that did not get shot. Uh, the restaurant where... Uh, Cameron and, and Jude have lunch. Um, we so shot it that. Just at the got d- more and more. Yeah, 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 yeah. It got more and more. Wow. Yeah, and so uh, it's, so they ended up to be three credited set decorators: mm-hmm. uh, um, um, Cindy Carr, myself, and uh, Anna Pinnock. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Anna did the in did UK, UK portion, mm-hmm. and then Matt Callahan was a buyer mm-hmm. um, with. Um, Cindy and he did some of the um, oh um, who's the older man uh, Eli Wallach he um, did some of the he, I think he had a lot of his hand in the Eli Wallach when house when you do uh, a movie like that how much input does she does Nancy Langer have I mean are you showing her everything um, well, we did we did three or four versions of the bedroom before we settled. Um, one of them involved making a Swedish daybed 
uh, over a three-day period. Um, one of them involved, the final one involved taking a piece that had been planned for the study and using it in the bedroom. Um, it was my first time to do this, and it, it was interesting to do. Um, I, I shouldn't say that, because when I was on the holiday, I mean, last holiday, uh, I had a crew in the, U in the Czech Republic, mm -hmm. and I would email them things to do and check on it the next morning and mm -hmm. things like that. But uh, this was the first time that I had shot. Uh, I had to, to, John had John and the art directors and the set designers had, had designed the set and it had been painted and uh, the bedroom and it was to be up first when they came back. Mm -hmm. And so I did one version of it uh, with input and I took photos and I sent them to the UK. Mm -hmm. And I got notes from Nancy and I was quite astounded uh, by her, her, her sense of detail and her eye because she said to me, um, that she wasn't sure that Cameron would have a nail clipper on the bedside table. And I realized that she had looked at every inch of the photograph. Mm -hmm. And um, she has this incredible... <laughs> my answer would have been, I do. <laughs> That's why I put it there. That's well, my answer to everything. Well, <laughs> to you defend know, I, myself. I, 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 you always do these things because you know somebody who does it or you do it yourself right. or your mother did it. How many times did... How, well, we got, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, I'm always striving for... Like, like, right here. What's on my nightstand? Yeah. What's on a teenage girl's nightstand? <laughs> yeah, there you That's, go. I'm constantly looking at what's on people's nightstands. What's on my nightstand? I'm boring. I got like, it's nothing yeah. on there. It's on a clipper. Yeah. 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 Rats. Oh, Jeff. Uh, so, so uh, I mean, there were there were times when it was like uh, rugs got added, you know. The, the whole seating area is the thing that changed the most in that bedroom, is that, that we did five different ways in the art, we did five different ways. And and um, it, it, it's a little daunting. Yeah, but it's but But it, well, no, but it's also challenging because it, I've never worked for someone who cared so much about the look. Yeah, so I guess, in a sense, that you want to figure it out. Yeah, I want to please. I want to. I want to figure this out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that is that is interesting. I mean, I because sometimes you get uh, producers or directors who it's more just their opinion and they're just not really thinking. Right. I've sat here and I've thought about that tone of or I really want that in there where. I would respect her enough to think like, oh yeah, we're trying to achieve something here, and she knows what she wants. And well, we get it. she's very smart, and she's a very bright woman, and and her mother was an interior designer. She was raised in this world. Um, she has a really, she really, she has great taste, obviously, um, and I mean, everything looks great. Yeah. Um, but but it was a little daunting sometimes for her, you know, to. The producers kept saying to me, "You've got to, you got to find a way to do this for less money." Mm. And and it was like, "Okay, I'll try." So I'm um, like, we were looking at bedding, and and so I brought in sheets, and and it was like five different versions of a, a, a beige or an off white, and and I swear to you, she could tell just by looking 
The third count. <laughs> well, yeah, and the yeah, and, and so the ones that she chose were always the more expensive ones, and um, you know. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? And you need multiple sets if people yeah. are in bed, and yeah. a king size bed is expensive to dress. And <laughs> anyway, uh, it, it 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 was hard. It, yeah. it was hard. But I I found that we did some incredible sets. We unfortunately there are two or three things that never made the movie. I and my in my book that I show, um, her Cameron Diaz's bedroom mm -hmm. uh, at, 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 at an attached bathroom, and that master bathroom is phenomenal, mm -hmm. really phenomenal. And we did the closet where Jimmy Choo oh, yeah, and and cost so much money. yeah, Jimmy Choo gave us like you know forty pairs of shoes. Um, we had Chanel bags. We had. Um, and it was a terrific walk-in closet, and Cameron ended up buying a lot of that and taking it with her. Oh, good. Um, so, and she was terrific. Yeah, um, anyway, it, and it was great, you know. And and I, uh, I just thought that Cindy had done such a good job, you know. And there's a lot of Holly Hunt in the house, uh, and um, Holly Hunt was pretty expensive. And then you know, like two years later, Target has knocked yeah. off everything that Holly Hunt has. So it's like. Ugh. You know, but Target is really good. But 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 I have to say, um, at some point, I was able to bring some things into it, um, yeah. like in Jude Law's kitchen. We did that after Christmas, and um, uh, I we were somewhere, and Nancy mentioned some china, and I showed her some things, and I have a whole collection in my house of brown and white English transferware platters hanging on the kitchen cabinets and and so I brought in brought I brought in, in a bunch of yeah. brown and white china There's, and that's how I saved a dollar yeah I brought it in <laughs> I'm not even going to charge you for it for the rental well I shipped it from Cleveland but anyway oh, well, yeah yeah what uh you bring up a point though that you've done recently you've worked as an assistant decorator I on have. some projects I have how does that work which I know you're friends usually with whoever the decorator is. I mean, right. everybody's friends with you. So, how does that work though? Of do you are you dividing up sets? Are you um, are you saying like I'm only here for a week? I'll help with whatever. Well, I I think the uh, in in soap opera I always worked with two other set decorators, mm. or or at least one other set decorator. So for me, it wasn't really such a big stretch to work with someone else. Uh, I mean, although we usually had our own tasks, right. but but then you had to pay attention to what someone else was doing. <laughs> it would be funny if you had your own characters. Yeah. I only decorate for Erica King. It, like, <laughs> well, some of that happened. And, and so um, and as the world turns at one point, it used to be only... Uh, that it that it was like I want to do this or I want to follow that character or I want to do this, mm -hmm. uh, and then it got a little uh, tense and political, and then at some point then we just started to rotate. Uh, yeah. Whatever whatever day is your day to come in early. These are your sets that you're going to do, nice. uh, and divide it up that way. Um, but so um, uh, years ago I had shopped for Casey Fox. Mm -hmm. um, and well, I had shopped for a movie called Age of Innocence, mm -hmm. um, and um, uh, I can't do his name, but, uh, Bob Bob Franco, I think. Mm -hmm. um, I think he did that. Uh, anyway, uh, I shopped L.A. and sent things to him, possibly um, to use in in New York, 
And then uh, Rosemary Brandenburg, I shopped for her a little bit on um, What Women Want, mm -hmm. or to open a set for her. Um, and then my friend Jan Pascal would call me every now and then for reshoots, or if she got into trouble, she would uh, say, uh, will you come and work with us for a couple of days? So the first time that I really worked with any sort of responsibility and more than a, a week was on Argo. And I went in and helped Jan on Argo. And I did, um, I, um, I didn't shop a lot of it. I, some of it I shopped, but, but I did the airport, the Tehran oh, airport. Yeah. And which was shot in Ontario at the at the airport there, oh, yeah. and uh, we had a big duty free, free shop that got mm -hmm. smashed up, but we never it never made the movie, and then some offices, and then I then I put together the first pass at the house where they were all held, uh, and um, that worked out really well, mm -hmm. and then with Jan I also did. Was uh, that a set or a location? Uh, which one? Where they the were house. It was a house in Hancock Park. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Um, which was a big dress, except yeah. for the kitchen. The kitchen was pretty much found, and which was one of those lucky finds in the 1960s. That's really good. 70s kitchen. That's yeah. nice. Yeah. Uh, and, and then um, I, I did, on Gone Girl, I worked with Doug Mowat. Mm. And... Um, for that, I did the Missouri portion of it, mm -hmm. and then I came back here and helped him for a few weeks in town. So you shopped. Let's just say you shopped the Missouri sets somewhat here and, and no. stuff there, or just we actually um, the Missouri the Missouri sets. Um, were supposed to be not terribly involved. There was the bar, mm -hmm. which which Doug had done. I don't think we took anything from here. Mm. Um, I think we shopped it there. there. Um, and then there's the... Um, so you mostly bought... The them. operations, yes. Or the oper rented from some furniture stores. Yeah, we mostly bought. bought. Yeah. Uh, then we did... We did so, so we were planning to do the bar uh, and the exterior of the house. Mm -hmm. Uh, of, of the Ben Affleck and uh, Rosman's uh, house. And um, we were going to do the, uh, it was planned to do the um, the search. The shed? Well, the shed, <laughs> the shed, the shed. Uh, and and do the, um, the hotel where the search, right. everybody came and, and gathered for that. And then um, we got on the bus. It was a two or three day tech scout. And we got on the bus one day, and they said, uh, there might be a change, and we're going to go by and look at a house. And so uh, we pull up to this house, and it's quite spectacular. Um, and it's uh, architecture is similar to Frank Lloyd Wright, but mm -hmm. somebody who was a, a great fan of his. And um, this family had built the house there and uh, in Missouri, in Cape Girardeau. And um, we ended up doing the the living room and the the kitchen and the study of so the house almost the first floor yeah the first floor was a, a we did not do the bedroom and then and that became a, that, that came necessary case? because of i think neil patrick harris's um availability mm. so tying that all in. yeah so doug and i spent a couple of weeks in missouri 
Um, I remember we we went to we went we drove into St. Louis, which was in about an hour and a half away from Cape Girardeau, and we went to we bought sofas and we bought you know ten thousand two ten thousand dollar sofas and then they came and and then we uh, they, they came in town uh, in time and then I had I had somebody uh, I found somebody in Cape Girardeau who reupholstered them for us in a fabric because. Um, because it, it was David Fincher, and David Fincher is a little bit like working with Nancy Myers in that he too cares about the look, yeah. and uh, things are done very specifically to Symmetrical. his orderly, yeah. orderly, yeah, orderly. yeah. But but again, if it takes you, it, me out of it though. It takes because I'm I, I especially in House of Cards. I mean, I know that it's the seasons went on and it's not him doing every episode, but they kept with that and it, it distracted me. Mostly because I'm analyzing their White House sets, you know, because I was on Veep at the time. But it t- it takes me out of it, that orderliness yeah. sometimes. And the, maybe because the, I, mean, the, I mean, I just found that the... I liked House of Cards. I thought it really, really oh, looked good. I think it's good. beautiful. Uh, yeah. But it took um, me out of it that there has to be a matching lamp on every single set of every... Like, I, I, I think, think they're beautiful set lamps. I love it, but right. it takes me out of it. I think the big difference between... Doug did the first um, quarter, first half of the first season of uh, House, House of Cards. Mm. Uh, Look at that! I don't know, all the way around. Yeah, no, I know. Uh, <laughs> well, that's why he worked with Fincher then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but I think also part of that is, um, you know, uh, one never knows unless you're specifically there whose idea it is to do what. Mm. But 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 there is a certain amount of a controlled palette. Yeah. And yeah. and and not not any pattern as such. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that that. It was a little stylized for me mm-hmm. that that it was. You're talking House of Cards or Green House Girl? of Cards. House of Cards, yes. House of Cards. Yeah. It was yeah. Beautiful. It was beautiful. 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 Yeah. You know, and, and I think by the end of the show that they were getting into more pattern. That that was the big change that happened. And lighter. Yeah. It became. It wasn't as dark and moody. I thought. Yeah. Then the next movie that I did with Jan Pascal was, uh, I came in because she was doing uh, Vice. Mm-hmm. And it was, at that point, it was 187 sets in 50 days. <laughs> yeah. And um, the, the White House, obviously, under five different administrations, and she realized that she wasn't going to be able to do it all herself. So I came in and I worked for about seven, eight weeks, nine weeks. Mm-hmm. I worked nine weeks. I, I started when they began shooting, and I finished the week before they ended shooting. Because they were doing like a set, a, two sets a day. Two to three it? sets, yeah. on average. Yeah. 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 And, and so it started out then that, that I, the plan was originally that I was going to do all the stage work, and she was going to do all the locations. And, and I was going to be... At Sony, that was going to be our deal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so within the first couple of days, all of a sudden, I found myself out in Ventura County, you know, um, and and uh, up the five, and I was doing um, uh, this ranch, the nor- uh, and. Uh, she was sending stuff out, and I was putting it together and sending her photos. Mm-hmm. And then, bit by bit, I, I began to shop a little bit and add to the mix. Mm-hmm. And then I did do the first round of all the stage work at mm-hmm. Sony, which um, 
it was great fun. But she did she did the White House. Mm-hmm. She did all the White Houses. It's so hard. It's hard. It's, it's hard. It's so exhausting. Yeah. Like, I was thinking of this, like, oh, we're in a classroom for four days. We get a little breather there. And it was like, I haven't stopped. I'm still holding my breath. Like, <laughs> we're still going, like, every day. There's just, you don't get a break. I can't imagine on a film for every, like, two to three sets a day. It's a lot. It is a lot. Yeah. Uh, that designer, though, Patrice uh, Vermette, is really wonderful to work with. And and, and he's, he's just a, for, for somebody doing a lot of, um, historically accurate and um, yeah yeah he, he, he found a, a way to, to, to make on. it he, he found a, a, a lot to make it creative and all shot in LA uh, yep wow yep yeah I think they went to Washington very briefly uh, at the end for some little road work but now I I you just last year did unbelievable it did and it's unbelievable <laughs> that, it, it, that it, was all LA that is just a gorgeous setting like it just to me was I didn't notice the sets in a sense that they were so in their character and so perfectly uh, surrounding this character that I don't know I think there's some things you watch and you don't think about the sets and I think that's a huge compliment no and and I I used to say when we were in theater that you know you you go out of a show and you can hum the hum the tunes but you can't really hum the set right. you know right. and and that it, our work is I think is to support mm-hmm. I, I don't think one should actually ever really go away talking about the sets and unless it's it's unless they're they are a character yeah exactly exactly <laughs> um, but un, unbelievable uh, again uh, I had done reshoots with Julie Berghoff the production designer. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, on two movies, and Sophie Newdorfer was the set decorator with her on those, and Sophie wasn't available to do the uh, reshoots. And so when they geared up Unbelievable, in the first three episodes, there was um, pretty close to 90 sets. And um, Julie realized that, because as you know now, episodic is you know, a lot of the streaming episodics, especially, are broken up into blocks. Yeah. And I, um, you're shooting to, you're prepping and shooting, and then you take like a week off. Uh, yes. That type of block. Right. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. 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 Uh, I don't remember if we did, if we took weeks off on, on Unbelievable or not. I don't think so, but maybe we did. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, Sophie did the first three episodes. I did the, the middle three episodes, and then she did the end of the show. Uh, and we were two separate entities. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I didn't have any crossover work with her, nor she with me. You had your uh, own lead man? Uh, nope, nope. Yeah. One lead man, one crew. Uh, we each had a, um, a, a, a... I had one buyer, she had two. Uh, and then um, we each had a coordinator mm. and who, who followed the block. Um, and, and I think... My three episodes had originally somewhere around sixty-six sets or something wow. like that, and then they were then that cut that dropped down to maybe forty-seven. Um, so, but but in the first four episodes, there were four different police departments, yeah. and they built two on stage. And um, Julie's a really bold designer, really really bold. I don't know that one with the huge glass windows. 
Was that set? Set. <laughs> wow. At Raleigh. Oh, at Raleigh. Wow. Uh, and, and, you know, some DPs and cameramen and, and lighting people complain about not being able to shoot a translate. Yeah. I mean. That's scary because it could look really bad. Yeah. Yeah. But I really just fake. think an unbelievable, right. um, especially that last scene in the, in the show with, uh, um, with the two um, of them in the in the conference uh, room. Uh, yeah, on the phone, oh, right. and, and then the whole right. the whole Colorado psych yeah. uh, translate is right there out the windows, and I just think it looks pretty damn good to me. It's pretty believable. It looks good. It looks <laughs> super believable. Yeah. To the, I really thought it was all location work. Yeah, yeah. Especially yeah. like outside of the apartments, like the greenery and everything, really well done. Um, really well done. The the. That, that apartment was up in, um, I think it was. Like when she's doing the stakeout outside of like the chick's apartment. Yeah, that was in the valley. Um, and then the um, Marie's apartment mm -hmm. uh, was up in, I think it's, it might, not, it might have been Norwalk, I'm not quite sure. But anyway, it was a, a, a complex there and um, they covered over the pool Oh. Uh, with plywood and platforms and then brought in sod and grass and trees and enormous trees and oh, wow. uh, yeah yeah because they don't have pools like we do yeah usually yeah probably. yeah 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 I, I think it's a pretty seamless production as you say because mm -hmm. I, I, I don't think it's about the sets by any means but yeah. I think I think what you do see of the sets all look really really good and they're lit well. And they're lit well. They're lit well, which is super important, as we know. And there were three different DPs for the three different blocks. Oh. Which is kind of bizarre. I didn't, because sometimes I, I know, feel, sometimes. I feel like I can tell. I know. Uh-oh, this season, new DP. Everyone's on fire. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah. Sets are on fire. Yeah. And I look, and I'm kind of right sometimes. That's amazing. Yeah. That they all had the same tone. and same. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. So that was a good experience. It was a really good experience. Yeah. Really good experience. Um, um, I don't know. I have so many other questions, but I have these. I've talked to you for two hours. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> no, don't be sorry. Are you kidding? <laughs> I could talk to you all day. I have. I've talked to you for two hours. Yeah, you have. I, uh, unbelievable. Good place. You had fun on Good Place? I had the good, I had, you know, I, to, I told you I had a good place. I had yeah. a good time on the Good Place. Uh, and 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 really and truly, uh, one of my all I did a couple of shows sets on that show that I really loved, and oh, I don't have any Chidi's pictures of one of them. Oh, but which one? Cheaty's apartment. The um, oh, no. well, no, I have some pictures of Cheaty's apartment. Cheaty's apartment, I loved, loved doing. It. I yes. loved that. I really, 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 really loved that. Um, and I, I actually found the good place a little difficult for me to begin with, and and I. So simple. No. <laughs> well, I, um, it's weird. To, it, it's to, to a degree, weird. it's a little was a little like doing soap opera mm -hmm. in, in many ways because um, it, it wasn't laden with character. Mm -hmm. uh, because you're, it is it is a weird thing because like I can't give a spoiler away, but I got to do a character's apartment in the last episode, and I thought, man, if I could have done this like last season like and grown in this set with this character right god this would have been great yeah and so i know what you mean there that's why chidi's apartment is fun well i guess i could say it oh no i can't no don't do no because it's january um 
but I can say that on this week's episode, I know, so I know, I get to do Chidi's childhood. Yes, song, I know that. Yeah, and I'm interested to see that. Which was fun. Yeah. And I took some of the elements from his heavenly or good place apartment and put them in his parents, just an ode to that's what would have made him comfortable. And but it's very that was the few thing character really that we got to do besides Tahani. Yeah. Which was fun. But Tahani's so was, extravagant. Oh yeah, I know. <laughs> I mean, it was a little like doing you know. Um, and maybe Versailles or, or something yeah. in the Trump Tower or, or some, yeah, it was great yeah. fun. Um, Tahani's, though, I thought was really interesting because at first we were trying to match what they had done the previous yeah. seasons, and then the decision was that we weren't going to spend that much money. Right. <laughs> Always. Because they really spent a lot of money. They did. That they, first I mean, season, they really they did. They really did. It, for me, me saying this, they spent a lot of money. And so so finally, I mean, we had talked about Tahani's on the first episode. And 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 I said, um, you know, this is what it cost. And and the, the producer's eyes really went really wide. And it was like, no way are we going to spend that. And so, so we ended up with something a little different. Uh, and I, I had fun doing Tahani's. But, but, but I... I really love Chidi's, yeah. and and what I tried not to do, because I think you did this very well, and and you. Sometimes I think that my work might have been a little too pat and a little too, and 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 I what I like about your work on the show mm-hmm. is that there. Often elements that are unexpected in sets. Yeah, <laughs> only because you get that freedom with this show. And 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 maybe I would have done more of that, but I didn't do it. I don't think I did enough of you it. You would have. I, I think mine are a little too no, perfected. They were awesome. Uh, no, they anyway, were awesome. they were fun. Yeah. It was really fun. I uh, I didn't shoot that location for Tahani's when I did Tahani's. Right. We had a different house. So it was my first time going to back to that location that they had for the first season, right. and then you had. Right. Season two and three, we shot a different house for Tahani's. So I also saw how much was spent <laughs> first to go around. I was like, this is why we didn't go back to this location because it costs too much. But yeah. it looked great. Yeah. And it looked, and it's first season. You're selling it. You have to do it. There's yeah, no. Yeah turning back you gotta yeah. sell it yeah you know and, and it's it's interesting because um i happen to be uh, just over the weekend i i was moving some photos from iphoto to photo uh, mm-hmm. because in the new upgrade yeah iphotos is obsolete gone. yeah uh but it it had caused me to look at some old sets that i've done and 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 i it was a little telling and I thought, oh, I see a pattern here and I mm-hmm. see a pattern here and oh yes. And, but what's interesting is I have some sets, uh, I have before and afters of locations here and there and then what it looks like and then what we did. I love before and afters. I do too. I think they're great. And then and then I have some sets with before actors or without actors and then I have them with actors. Yeah. And, I, and I think what's really amazing is sometimes we forget about what the actors bring, you know, the, the bodies, the yeah. number of people, yeah. or the, you know, the, the accoutrement that come with actors. And and Definitely. it just makes a whole different... Well, then it's lit. Yeah. Well, <laughs> half your pictures, there's no lights yeah. on, David. Yeah. We <laughs> work we, in the dark. We used to, on NYPD Blue, we used to run 9 million zip cords 
uh, and extension cords. And we would have the sets lit when they came in. And I photographed a lot of work on NYPD Blue. I got more pictures of NYPD Blue mm -hmm. of anything than I, that I ever did. Uh, but, but on that show, it was like, okay, these are pink lap light bulbs this time around, or these are amber right. light bulbs. And, you right. know, I mean, because you were just trying to, we did so much. And we did so much on the back lot that we were trying to just make everything look different and individual. But that's great. Oh, it's fabulous. That's fantastic. Fabulous. That's like, I don't, I can't tell you how many sets I don't have lights. Yeah. I have like a work light, a ghost light, they call it. It's just set up in the middle of the room. The stages for Good Place are the worst stages. The color. They have this huge, these huge orange vapor lights over totally. top. And every, I get headaches. I would get headaches like dressing sets in no. there. When you did Mindy's, I don't know, you must have thought everything was Pepto-Bismol. <laughs> <laughs> because it's so bad. The lighting, the, the house lights that we have to use is so bad. Oh, it's terrible. And I don't, there's so many sets I never get to see lit till like company arrives an hour before. No, it's lighting awesome. is so important. Yeah. And, and, and you know, and it, it is horrible when you're dressing under those lights yeah. because you can't really tell what things no. look like. And or it's, lamp shades and you're like, oh, wait a minute, I could do better with that shade. I could find something more interesting. Or like when there's creases in it, you don't know till it's too late. Like, yeah. I've been caught like that a bunch of times. I usually always have a lot of <laughs> shades in the green, in the uh, gold room because you get caught. You do get caught. And shades get bent really easily. Yeah. <laughs> no, I know. They don't travel well. No. They don't travel. They don't. <laughs> it's bad for rentals. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, uh, either you've gone out and, and put the shade on the lamp or the buyer has done that. And then <laughs> and then it comes here and then, you know. You don't remember what shade you our, remember. Yeah. And then you got to look at your pictures and you're like, why did I choose that? Yeah. Now. I know. Oh, uh, somebody buy me a new shade. <laughs> <laughs> When you were going back and looking at uh, photos, did you come up with like a set that you're most proud of, do you think? I, I, I think what I was surprised about, because I have, I have one album that's about 600 photos. Hmm. But, you know, I, look, I go back anything before basically Shop Girl. Uh, was shot just on film and not with me and mm -hmm. not not with a digital oh, wow. camera, so I have lots of I have tons of photos from my soap opera days of mm -hmm. sets that I that I photographed and um, I now know that I need to scan. I need to take you know the next time I have a month off or two two months off. I when need to scan lots. Oh, well, that's not true. Demand. I I didn't work all of two sixteen <laughs> except for five weeks. Um, but anyway. Um, I, I, I want to scan some of those and get some better resolution because uh, it's really nice when you've got really good resolution. Yeah. And I have to say, you know, if you've got the light shooting with a smartphone, yeah. you know, it's, it's really good. It's much better. It's gotten a lot better yeah. shooting with this. And that's kind of the only time I have. Yeah. yeah. And a lot of designers will take pictures. They've got time. Yeah. <laughs> But, yeah, then you gotta beg their designer for his yeah. at the end, and you're like, "What is this angle of a doorknob? We need to get the room." <laughs> I don't give a shit. <laughs> what about, we, what we, about my shades? We all think a little differently. It's yeah. so important. Yeah. yeah so any, it's important. But, but, or what? Like favorite project? Ever? Ever? Well, Cirque du Freak was great fun. I, 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 I. 
I, I loved doing, I, I have to say, I, I think I've said this too before, I learned a lot doing NYPD Blue. Mm. Uh, and um, we had such a really good support team of, of, of skilled craftsmen. We had an incredible paint crew and plasterers, and they just, they did incredible yeah, um, work. And they just walls just had so much aging on them. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, and it was great fun to, to see how many times you could turn that back lot into so many different locations. <laughs> and that was, it was great fun. It, <laughs> it, uh, yeah, it, 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 it was, for me, it was like working back in theater mm -hmm. where, because uh, I had my own prop house in the theater and, and I had sofas and, and I would upholster them and I would slip cover them and I would change the look. And, and I, I go back through my, my photos and over the years I've used the, you know, this piece of furniture 18 times, you know, or... I should say, when you walk through a prop house with David Smith, <laughs> he likes to point out pieces like, I bought that for Shop Girl, I bought that for Vice, I bought that... <laughs> and do you know how much money they've made off of me renting this out? But it's true. It's true. It's that, true. But that is such a compliment that you have such great taste that other shows rent your pieces that you... Yeah, well, so I, 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 they like your babies, you know? I mean, it's so funny how many intricate parts there are in production and ha how everyone preps for everything so differently. Well, you know, and, and we're in our own little world, kind of. And, and although we straddle other departments, we're still in our own little world. But, but, <clears throat> but we, are, we are in our own little world, but it's a, it's a world that I think, um, respectfully, you know, I think we bring a lot to the table, and I th oh, yeah. and I think that we think about a lot about what we do, um, and that we are involved in telling the story about visually oh, yeah. and 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 specifically about who these people are and what they're doing and what they're going through, and and sometimes I think what's really incredible is we get it right a lot. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, isn't it funny to me when I first started of like, well, I should probably talk to the actor about this. It's their character's house like don't shouldn't there be some interaction and I've found there usually isn't unless it's like the main character or it's you know the right. the, the, the person then there is input and, and half the time you don't want that <laughs> but, but the funny thing is of how much more a lot of times we get you know if it's a movie or whatever you get like two months prep right and the actor comes on a week before right and so we really do have so much more input and, and time to think about some of these rooms and how they're going to read without anybody in them that I always find it a little disappointing that there's not more collaboration between the actors and like the yeah. set decorators just yeah. because it, I feel like it could help more. Yeah. Of like, hey, oh, do you want like a candy dispenser in the, like a fetish? Sure, I'm with you. Yeah. And, you know, I don't know. I, I know it could go very wrong. Right. I know that it could, but I think there's opportunity there that it could go very right. And for, for the most part, I've not worked with uh, uh, actors who are who have a big input in, in the look of, of what. There'd be uh, yeah. an, an occasional request here and there. Yeah. But, but I love it when an actor comes on and they discover some things that you've put into the set yeah. and then they decide to, they're, they're, they're intuitive enough or... Um, spontaneous enough and 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 you know yes. improv improvisational enough to make it all work yes. and and I remember Ken Watanabe on uh, Cirque du Freak he was that way with us he really loved a lot that we put into those sets so. and that's the appreciation 
yeah. is there, yeah. which is always so great. Um, all right, I'm done with you. Okay. I can't. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Bye, so Kim. Wait a minute. Hold on. Thank you. I have so many thank yous. Thank you so much for being uh, just someone who I admire for uh, all of these years. That's sweet. Um, um, you've given me a ton of guidance, especially through the SDSA, and being so proud of that organization and helping me so much in this <laughs> last year and my slight presidency that I've tried to jump in where you've really done, I mean, just an incredible job. Thank you so much. You are so kind to me and my boys. I love that. And I love you. Well, uh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> but I think you've done a great job for the SDSA. I really think that you've you're, you're, you're really good. I like your energy. Um, and, and our lives have become entwined. I know. And it's nice. And who it's knew? nice. And, and who knew? And who knew that we had all these things in common? I know. Paul Eads and Kim Delaney. Kim, and, Kim Delaney know? and Michael Mayer. Yeah. <laughs> now that's a party. <laughs> you get the five of us in the room. That is a party. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Thank you all so right. much. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you for having me. Thank you, buddy. Bye now. <laughs> As I said, uh, David and I have become very close in the past couple of years, and I'm a better decorator for it. He's been a great influence, a great teacher, and a great decorator, and genuinely a nice person. I really could talk to him all day. He's got such great stories. He's so funny. I love his voice. I'm all in. Uh, so I hope that you got some information out of that, of, especially about his process. So coming up next, I have an episode about The Good Place with production designer Ian Phillips, art director Adam Rao, and graphic designer Graham Radcliffe. And we're going to talk about the episode that we have nominated for our Art Directors Guild Award. I hope that you've checked out previous episodes with Ian and Adam. And I'm excited for you to hear what Graham has to say about the graphics on the episode and in the show in general. He's the guy designing all those little Easter eggs that you super fans love to find. So um, I hope get ready for that because that'll be the first episode of the new year. Again, Happy New Year. Thank you so much for listening. And I hope you got an earful. Decorating Pages is sponsored by Stogie Floaty. Luxury pool floats. Float them if you got them. Visit stogiefloaty.com.